Hey, good bitches, and welcome to the sixth episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangihuia. And I'm Jodie Clark. Happy Mardi Gras week! By the time this drops, we will be counting down the days until Mardi Gras here in Sydney. For those of you who know me or who follow me on the gram, they will know that this is Christmas, Easter, my birthday, wrapped into one. I love celebrating the LGBTQIA plus community um, more than anything in, in my life. Jones, you literally just, live for the celebration. I live for it. It's you just love so it. happy to set the scene, guys, especially here in Sydney. Mm. Um, there's confetti in the streets. Everyone's oiled up, butt naked. My perfect, perfect day. We'd start <laughs> drinking at 9am. Oh, I love so it. So much fun. Jones, what will you be doing for it this year? Well, I've started my celebration early mm. with Bengay. Oh, you have too. Um, I don't know if you saw my stories on my personal IG, but it was quite the time and I went with a few work colleagues mm-hmm. and our entire company absolutely cleaned up. It was just every winner was like pretty much basically from our table. But can I just um, say how like uh, very liberal of your company to send you guys to Bingay? They are very liberal. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons I love them, pretty open-minded, mm. pro-everything mm. without getting into the company. <laughs> um, so that was a lot of fun. If you haven't been to Bengay before, it's basically bingo, but gay. Oh, wow. I would never and have thought groundbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> love. I just said for our slow listeners, because mm-hmm. we embrace them all, yep. um, there was a, a beautiful drag queen hosting the night and just – Smutty jokes, which you know I love. You I do. die for the dirty jokes. Yeah. So it was just full on dirty jokes all night, and I just lived for it. I was dying. I love for um they must oh. they must not drink during the process because they're so on the board. I feel like they're like eighty eight, two fat ladies. Yes. I would get mine all mixed up. Sixty four, six and whore. Like it's just <laughs> oh, it's just honestly you can't you it, you can't be a sensitive squirrel going because she'll just tear you apart. Mm, but mm-hmm. it is. Hilarious mm-hmm. if you like savage humour, if you like dirty humour, get your ass to Bengay. Um, what else did I do? So back into my Bikram. Great. How are you feeling? Good. Very zen. Very mm-hmm. chilled out when mm-hmm. I'm doing my Bikram. And it makes me feel a lot more connected to my body, Jules. Right. Oh, a bit of central Bikram <laughs> going on. <laughs> Wait, are there any guys in your class? Are there any hotties? Yeah, there's a lot of guys. I would say it's probably 50-50. Um, male, female. With and you know yoga. that stamina is going to be great and the That's flexibility. That's what I'm saying. They, mm. they are clearly feeling these results because they come back every week. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've heard that like the number one, uh, I guess, release, I mean, I'm assuming apart from sex for surfers mm. is like yoga, especially Bikram mm. yoga. Yeah, so, it's. I mean, mm. the benefits are amazing. Everyone's got their own opinion, but for me it works. Mm-hmm. So I just do what works for me. Um, what else has been going on, Julesy? You know what I'm going to ask. Oh, I already know. You know. (laughs) What's going on with the boys? Well, as we know, the apps are dead. We'll get into that in a (laughs) minute. Wait, can I, how long did that, how many episodes did that last? A solid four before you? We got a lot of juice out of that squeeze. (laughs) I've just lost interest. I'm focusing on my real life zaddies. Mm. Um, there's a couple of men out there that don't know they're my man yet. Yeah. So yeah, shout yeah. out to my man. Yeah, future. That, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Bay who mm-hmm. doesn't know he's Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got my eye on a couple. So I'll keep you guys posted. Um, but in terms of Bumble, I mean, you're I'm, off it completely. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just bored. There's mm-hmm. just 
the selection is a the selections are plenty, but I'm just bored of it. I've yeah. just checked out. This happens every time. This yeah. is like I said. I wonder if there's a um a, like an official name for this, or I wonder if someone, if any of our listeners, can help us with like maybe a new app mm. or is there something else we can do or is this just life, I guess? I'm do you know what? Grand. On that note, one of my girlfriends actually brought my attention to a new app. I think it's called Raya or something yeah. like that, but it's hard to get into. Oh, wait. So if we can break the code and um, somehow get into this app. Oh, you know what? Um, one of, My housemate just finally, what's that app you were telling me about and it's for only, and I was like, it sounds like you can, you can only go on it if you're hell rich. Like it sounds. Oh, it's called Elite okay. or something. So it hasn't come to uh, Australia yet. Yeah. And she just got accepted, babe, and she has been waiting for three months. Really? Literally. And, the, you know, because you know how when you join the line and it says, thanks, you're 12,000 yes, in line. Yes, I did that and I was like, fuck this shit, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. So I, I couldn't be bothered with that. Um, all right. Sorry, we've really banged on that. We that we didn't mean to speak about that so much. But I want to talk about a huge, um, a really disturbing topic Jodes, okay. that has happened to me mm. um, actually this week just once. I went to a sample sale in Paddington, which is in Sydney. Yes. And I didn't like any of the clothes particularly. Like, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, this is nice to look at. Mm. Walked out with $300 worth of tops. Mm-hmm. I think scientifically, <laughs> you know how in casinos they put that shit in the air to make you stay there forever and they have no clocks? They put yep. extra oxygen in the air so people stay there literally for like 24 hours. Yes. I think there is something in the air when you go to sample sales that makes you buy shit that you're never going to wear. It's 100% true. Don't I, you think? I, I played myself last year in Surrey Hills doing the same thing. And I'm not even – I don't even really go to I – I mean, I do not like shopping. My friends yeah. will tell you this. I'm not a shopper. I'm a get-in, get-out chick. Mm-hmm. But these sample sales – because they make you feel like you're getting a good deal. Yeah, no, not at all. This is Dion Lee. This is expensive shit. Mm. No, this was so expensive. So anyway, I just want to um, tell the listeners how furious I am at myself because obviously that shit just says all over it, like no refunds, no refunds. So I've walked out with two little cami tops that I never wear. Um, so, yeah, angry at myself about that. So what I did do uh, – to make me feel better is I have gotten hooked on this show called Love is Blind, Joe. It's on Netflix. Yes, yes. You've introduced fuck me Netflix to this. Netflix do great shows. Oh, Netflix, they're really, they're really um, pushing the boat out with their shows at the moment. Yeah, they're- so I'll explain the concept because I know mm. that you haven't watched a full episode. Of, you've just I've seen a little me. bit with yeah. you at your house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so the concept is um, – like they pair 15 – it's like us with speed dating. Yes. But imagine there was a wall in between. Mm. So you have you actually never see the person. So they go on these dates. So there's a girl's house and a guy's house and then they have these little like pod rooms and then they date each other through the wall um, and they never see each other and then they confess their love by like a date five. So they're just connecting through the wall, like just verbally. Just verbally. They can't touch each other. They can't touch, they can't see each other. They don't know their race. They don't know their, like, anything. But they're all, I mean, first of all, I should say they're all um, heterosexual and they're all basically hot people. So it's like Love Island meets The Bachelor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, as you can see, really easy to be hooked. So, Jodes, I wanted to ask. Do you think that that would actually work? Like if they bought something like that here, do you think that this love is blind concept would work? Like would you force for someone's personality without seeing them? 
Oh, that's a tricky one. I think Sydney as a city uh, presents a lot of challenges. Mm. Um, there is a lot of... I just feel like, am I overstepping by saying that as a city, I feel like Sydney's quite shallow? Oh, no. I think that's exactly... That's why when you I meet just, someone in Sydney, they go, where are you from? Because your suburb yeah. reflects exactly the type of person you are. I feel like it did that. It wouldn't hang in Sydney. Elsewhere, mm. for sure. Mm. Um, my tastes and everything's changing a lot more as I'm getting older. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think that someone would fall in love with your personality? Do you think that someone would fall in love with you if you're one of those contestants and you're going off just personality and what you were saying over, you know, five or so dates? If they want a funny, sexy, down-ass bitch, they will. <laughs> if they've got motherfucking taste. <laughs> Definitely. I, absolutely it can happen. See, I don't know absolutely. because I'm quite very sarcastic, very witty. Yes. And I say lots of things and I'm very expressive. Yes. Um, and I often like to touch, like I'll be like, you know I'm kidding, I'll, I'll touch people's wrists yeah, or something. Yeah, you are a toucher, yes. So for me not to have that, I just don't think that they would get me. I think that'd be like, yes. oh, I don't know, this girl. I feel like we are such multi-dimensional women. <laughs> yeah. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice way to say that. <laughs> we are. There's mm. layers to us. So it, I'm, I'm not saying it would be easy, but you asked me if it would be possible. Could, you know, we fall in love on the basis of our personality alone? Yeah. Absolutely. Um. I don't know. I, I completely disagree. I feel like I have mm. to be able to rip someone's clothes off because there's a few of those people out in the show. They've opened the doors and they've been like, hey. That's what I was going to ask you. Has there been a moment where on the show they've been really connecting, like, you know, Sam and Tom, mm. they're hitting it off, they're really vibing as I've said that they can, mm-hmm. and then they've come face to face and she's like, nah, I'm not into it. Yeah. There's this older lady um, who was like, it's just about the connection. We have such a great connection. Mm. And now that she's – so she um, fell in love. I'm using air quotes right now. Yes. Fell in love with a um, a guy who was 10 years younger than her through the wall. Yes. It was just about connection. Obviously this guy was mature. But now that she has him in front of her, she's like, uh, he's a baby. Like looking at him, he's a baby. I'm sure mm. he's not a baby in bed, but it's just that physical attraction wasn't there and they're, they're definitely not going to work out. Um, anyway, you break I guess, it down like that. Maybe I would struggle because I am so sexual. Yeah, no, I need to know that. But that maybe that's where we're going wrong because we just want to fuck so bad, and then we're like the personality. We can we can work that out later. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, it's probably a, a question we'll put to you. Have you fallen in love with someone's personality? And then their looks, or is it, you know, where you're like, oh, that's that's Zaddy in the club. And then you're like, oh, he's actually a good guy. Um, But I think it's time to go to break, Jodes. It is time to go to break, Jules. Uh, But before we do, let us remind our good bitches to please subscribe wherever you're getting your podcasts, whether that's Apple, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, anywhere. Search How to Be a Good Bitch, follow us, or talk to us on the gram at Good Be Podcast. We'll be right back after this. Today's Good Bitch of the Week is awarded to one of the most recognised plus-sized American models in the industry. It's Ashley Graham. Oh, she's hot. (laughs) 
Graham has been described as an ambassador for the real beauty movement, which celebrates what real women's bodies look like mm-hmm. rather than the impossible standards set by the fashion industry. But she really shot to fame in 2016 when she made history becoming the first curvy model to grace the cover of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. We'll pop it in our IG. And since then has graced the covers of the world's biggest fashion magazines, including Vogue, Elle and Harper's Bazaar. She's also walked the runway for major fashion brands. And Joe, it's why I chose Ashley Graham. Um, Obviously, as our first episode, you know, would have um, our listeners would understand. I have mm. uh, weight has been such an issue for me all my life. Mm-hmm. But so a few days ago, I was on the gram and I saw that Ashley Graham had posted this photo of herself. Um, it's kind of as if it, it's an upwards photo, but it's as if someone shot it kind of from her like vagina region up to her body. So you see like her full under boob, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But what was really eye-catching was it had her deep purple stretch marks on the front of her stomach. Yes. And she just said, same me, few new, few new stories. Amazing. Um, I love that caption. Oh, and for me, I don't know if you have um, stretch marks, do you, Joe? I did when I was younger mm-hmm. on like the side of my hips, I guess, mm-hmm. as my body was was changing and growing. Um, mm-hmm. I remember having stretch marks on the side of my hips, mm-hmm. um, which I was quite self-conscious about, mm-hmm. but then they actually faded. So yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't have them Not anymore, yeah. but I remember at the time I didn't like them. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I Why this hit such a nerve for me mm. was when I was about, oh, I, mean, I had just gone out of high school. So obviously that meant I wasn't playing, you know, sport five times a day and, you know, eating what I was eating what I wanted. Um, So I went on an overseas holiday um, to Paris and I think I gained about seven kilos in a month. And that's not even an over, not over exaggerating. I literally gained so much weight in that time. And I had all these deep purple stretch marks all over my hips and stomach as well. And I remember lying in the bath at my family home in Perth and just thinking, I just felt so alien because mm. no one I knew, especially in the media, for God's sake, the girls we looked up to was Lauren Conrad from the Hills, you know, was yeah. size six, nothing. I just remember lying in the bath and crying and crying because I just felt so ugly. I already felt disgusting in how big I was mm-hmm. and let alone with these new, new little alien marks I had all over me. So for someone like Ashley Graham, who is renowned for being one of the most beautiful people in the whole world, for her to post that, I really just want to acknowledge that mm-hmm. and grant her good bitch of the week. It is huge. People don't realise how huge it is. Um, and like we said with Paris Goebel, I'm actually envious of all these girls who get to grow up with these amazing, strong, thick, beautiful um, influences. Oh, God, that wasn't the right word, but you get what yeah. I mean. Role models. <laughs> Role really. models. Now, our main topic for this week one that Jodes and I didn't realise how much we had really experienced where when we discussed this there mm. were tears, there was anger, there this was, one's actually, we pissed ourselves yeah. laughing. We would like to discuss age gap love. This one's actually like I'm, I'm we have little notes, right, when we speak. Mm-hmm. It's all conversational but we do make little notes and I'm looking at these notes and I'm like this is actually fucking deep for me. Like this is a real ass topic for mm-hmm. me and it mm-hmm. takes me back. Well, let me well let me start off by asking you, Jodes, what mm. are your experiences with age gaps in relationships? Mm-hmm. Well, I had quite a pivotal age gap relationship mm-hmm. in my life. I was a late bloomer. I lost my virginity at nineteen mm-hmm. years old, which will su- surprise a lot a lot of people. You, we've made up for for lost ground. Honey, you could say. I've ma- I made up. <laughs> I made up. Okay. <laughs> 
but I was a late bloomer. Um, I think that in in due part came from my background, right? Mm. I grew up in the middle of nowhere on a I was quite sheltered, living growing up in the farm in the country. Mm-hmm. And my upbringing was quite different in rural New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't really exposed to a lot of things being in a small country town. So as a result, lost my virginity later in life um, and during a relationship which had a 12-year age difference. So how old was this man then? So, so 19. I was 19. He yeah. was, I believe, 31. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I look back on that relationship now, I was definitely looking for a sense of security mm-hmm. um, in all the wrong places when I should have, you know, that needed to come from myself. But, I mean, I was 19. Like, mm-hmm. come on. I was going through the journey. I didn't know who the fuck I was mm-hmm. at that age. This is 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm 29 now. And do you think you genuinely love this guy? I definitely loved this person. Um, I, I don't think I was in love. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I got into this relationship there were definitely unresolved daddy issues at the time. I left home when I was 17. Mm-hmm. I was kind of estranged. I don't know if estranged is the right word because okay. it's not like we have a good relationship now, but we I was definitely taking some space from my father when I left home and I moved from the country to the big city. And I might have – maybe we talked maybe once a year at that point, mm-hmm. at that time. I was healing from a lot of stuff that went down in my childhood and there were definitely unresolved issues there. So and you think that you were you had – um, sort out this older gentleman for your own unresolved daddy issues. I think so. Perhaps. And also okay. I, was, I was thrust into quite a toxic modelling scene. That was my job. I was doing mm-hmm. that full time mm-hmm. um, straight after uni. And this man cared for me. He gave me a sense of stability. He looked after me. Because mm-hmm. the modelling industry would offer no stability, I'm assuming. No. Mm-hmm. You're living exactly. check to check. Mm-hmm. It's toxic. There's pressure on you for all types of different reasons, body image and everything like we talk about. Um, there is a lot of pressure and he genuinely cared for me. Um, mm-hmm. He took me overseas. Um, and since then, your other relationships, have they been are – you, are you attracted to those type of people or younger or, or same age? I definitely prefer an, an, old, an older guy mm-hmm. for sure. Um, because I am so strong, I need someone that I can kind of look up to almost, I don't want to say put on a pedestal because I've learned it's foolish to put people on pedestals, period. Mm -hmm. But I need someone that I kind of look up to Mm -hmm. in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Younger, younger men just don't interest me. Okay. They bore me. Yeah. So I, we've weirdly, I wouldn't say we've had the same experience, but Mm. Uh, my ex of three years, he was 12 years older than me um, and I was 21. So you work out the math. <laughs> you can tell that I haven't done the math. Honey, this is not a math show, guys. <laughs> this, this. So he was uh, 30, 36. I don't know what that math is. Um, so he was older. I definitely did never. I did never. I definitely did not love him. I definitely liked uh, the how do I say this? The lifestyle it wasn't the lifestyle he provided me with. It was the lifestyle he introduced me to. Mm-hmm. So I had I was fresh off the plane from Perth, which is basically 
a country girl. Yeah. Um, and here I was, you know, I was being, uh, I had paid four tickets to go to Mexico. Um, you know, I was paid to go to uh, Atlanta for New Year's. Um, so it was just this lifestyle. I was just like a magpie with shiny things. Yeah. So I definitely don't think. I loved him as a person. The 12 years difference um, specifically didn't really bother me. The only thing that he would always ask me is when I wanted to have children. Interesting. Because I think his dream would have been to knock me up and have me barefoot in his Bronte apartment. Yeah. Before I knew it. Yeah. Um, I was 21. I was in my, so not me. I was in my prime. So I was like, whoa, Mm. whoa, whoa. So I think that was, if anything, I was more mature than him, to be honest. So that wasn't a really, you know, a big deal. My second um, ex was six years older than me, which I think for me, it, like mature, maturity wise, that's the same age. Yeah. Like for me yeah, and you men. you are so mature. Six years. So, um, and I think I loved him more than I have ever loved the 12 year difference guy. Um, and then of recent, Jodes, I've been going the opposite direction. You have been. Oh, I'm into the high school boys. <laughs> you know You're doing why? the school by pick up. Honestly, the high school boys. Apart from, I feel like, you know, a current affairs is about to bust in here and arrest me. But the high school boys are where it's at. They are obsessed with we your body. We did talk about this. They do, and they, they are go down immediately. Thank God for fucking Migos or whatever they listen to. The because Migos. all they want to do is eat ass and go down. I'm like, thank God for the rap game. <laughs> Shout out um, to the Migos. But you know what? Fucking... Oh, fucking, oh, I hate saying this. Fucking a high school boy. By the way, I just have to say, in New South Wales, they can be 18 and in, in, in high school. So please don't think I'm, because in Perth you, ha- you can. Are we going to jail? Is this, podcast, like, is this podcast going to be But you know what? It, it's cute until, you know, until I um, have to pay for his loose change menu, his chicken and cheese off the loose change menu at Macca's, <laughs> then pop him on the train <laughs> because his dad's calling him. We're asking where, where he's at. Um, so Mom, I'm with Jules. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, she's dropping oh me on God. now. So I guess what our, what's our GB tip of the week going to be? Can a relationship work with an age difference? Absolutely. Mm. I think the issue it bo- I think from my opinion, it boils more down to the life stage. Mm-hmm. What stage of life? Are you mm. at? Are you both wanting the same things? Are you aligned with, mm-hmm. with what you've achieved and where you want to go? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to dictate that success will be, you know, a, a complementary factor mm. as to your success as a couple. Yeah. Can we also bring up the huge elephant in the room, which is, is that? the double standards? Yes. That I mean, I don't know how to fucking solve this, but it is a hot mess. Oh. Le- Leonardo DiCaprio. I actually know someone who has fucked Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, are you going to, about to give us the tea? Well, no, I can't. Why not? Was it good or bad? I will say. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear it here. It's good, but look, he's got a reputation for um, banging young models yeah. and he definitely likes to dip it and do it when he comes to Sydney, Australia. Oh. And But does anyone, again, he's applauded. We love it. We love to see it. We love to see but it. But if, mm. you know, Jules is going down to Macca's on the weekends, people <laughs> like to give her a second glance. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here for it. Yeah. Just because he's got a school bag on does not mean I'm, I'm going to go to jail, guys. Back <laughs> off. Um, so, yeah, I do think it can work. Um, but once, like Jode said, it has to be at the – right life stage so yeah. you know me and my ex breaking up because god forbid I didn't want to be 21 and you know bearing Hell bearing no. children um but I 
think especially the maturity level that people are at, you know, with all these new guys coming up through the ranks, mm-hmm. as in younger guys, they're all so in tuned and way more sensitive. Yeah. They're so, it's, it's such a, whereas true. I feel like from that 30 year old to 40 year old guys, so, oh, I'd say like 28 above, they're very like still quite stoic and still the boys are the boys. Yes. Anyone younger than 28 is much more like they're, they're out buying plants, you know, they're into tarot. <laughs> um, so I'm here for it. So yeah, age gaps can work. I think uh, we better. Go to break. I was shows? just rem- yeah. I was just unless remin- you want to say something. Oh, I was just reminiscing because of you know the younger boys that I've enjoyed flings with, mm-hmm. and I will say one of the spiciest relationships that I had sexually mm-hmm. was with a younger guy. We were having we actually worked for the same company, and we were skiving off in the middle of the day, and we were having sex at my house during our lunch break. Excuse me, the confession of a GB isn't until after the break. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh I'm wow, I love that. My- so hot and heavy. But I was just, I was just re- remembering. Um, I totally agree with what Jules is saying about they can be very sensitive. They're very, I will say, they're so eager to please. So eager to please, yeah. And I, we love to see it. Well, now. all right. Well, then that's our GB tip of the week. Younger men. Younger <laughs> men. <laughs> love to see it. Slide in our damn. But we do need to go to break, Jules. So make sure, GBs, that you're actually subscribed or following the podcast and connect to our Instagram at Podcast. We love to see it. Bye. Hey, good bitches, you're back with How to Be a Good Bitch with Jules and Jodes. And we're going to go straight into our listener question. Keep these coming, guys. We love reading them. They are awesome. Now, listener question. Should I read it or should you read it, Jules? I'll read it because I want your answer. Jodes, I want your answer. All right, break it down for us. Listener says, hey, gals, I'm a young woman who has a very open attitude towards sex. It's one of my fave things to discuss, exclamation. Me too, honey. Recently, though, I've started seeing a guy who's quite conservative slash proper, and I'm scared that being such a sexual person will scare him away, and I do really like him. What should I do? Hmm. <laughs> Jones, what's your, what are you going to say? I'll, I'll go off yours. Lol. It's funny. This question is triggering for me because, not triggering, I don't know if that's the right word, but it takes me back to a guy I was seeing um, last year who was certainly a lot more conservative and proper um than me which it ended up being sort of a breaking point for me why I stopped Mm. seeing him so I actually relate to this question a lot and in what ways when you say he was proper in what ways was he proper just kind of like the question like I've got I also have a very open attitude towards sex and there's Mm. there's really nothing no topic, nothing that I would shy away from a conversation, mm-hmm. you know, as a, to talk about. But with this guy, it's like that would be behind closed doors, private time talk, mm-hmm. and it would definitely not be appropriate to utter anything of a sexual nature around his friends or his family or in public. Could like, you even do a sneaky bum tap in the kitchen or something? Yeah, I think he'd be into that. Oh. That would be go a, crazy, that, boo! Oh shit! That <laughs> that would be all right, but it was like I guess sex for him was a real process. Was he just doing missionary the whole time? I'm in, I'm imagining the worst person. Yeah, and like he would want 
he would want to like massage before. Oh my like, god! He would want to like. Get it's like me we in both have to be clean. Have you had your shower? He would want to like get me in the mood. Like I'm. Just... Would he ever do dirty talk? No, that's what I'm saying. Conservative, like wouldn't dirty talk. Um. Like, did felt... he ever initiate? Okay, yeah, I know he we're getting initiate. off topic here, but now I really want to know this guy. <laughs> He would initiate, mm. but I was definitely like the friskier one. Yeah, okay. And I feel like he was a bit taken aback mm. by that. Um, I think so long as you still feel like you're wanted because uh, uh, once again we've just gotten a quick question and we don't know the full story, but yeah. so long as you're st- still feeling uh, wanted and needed and he is initiating everything and, um, you know, if, if – he doesn't do dirty talk at all, but you want dirty talk. It, that's not the be all end all. It mm. has to be meet, met in the middle. Yes. So yes, you might have to tone it down just to make, you know, not so much like a, I want you to <laughs> shit on the walls. I don't know. <laughs> I want you to shit on the walls and fuck me hard. <laughs> you might, might just have to turn that part down a tiny bit. And then he might have to step up from his like, oh, I'm going to kiss you tenderly so hard. He might have to. <laughs> You know, put that up a bit. Um, but I guess an outlet for you, I know with me and my girlfriends, it's our, the main thing we talk about. It's the, the main reason why I started this podcast mm. because it was all the things, you know, we were thinking but we weren't actually saying out loud. Yes. Um, so, so long as you have an outlet to have those sexual conversations elsewhere, um, I think your all your needs could be fulfilled. Because she's saying here that she doesn't want to scare him away. I think she's going to, well, like I said, I think maybe she tones it down, but she has to have that conversation saying, I need a you to meet me halfway, boo. I, yeah, I just don't want her feeling like, because I know with my guy that we've been comparing to, mm-hmm. I felt like there I couldn't be the full extension of myself. Mm. And it's just going to be interesting for her to go on that journey while she's seeing this guy mm. if she starts to feel that way too because to me it became an issue where I felt like I had to dull down my personality oh. in order to make him feel comfortable in order to appease the more traditional kind of role that I felt that he wanted me to play. Does that make sense? It makes sense but I just can't see that it being a long-term thing then. Yeah, I yeah, it sounds like they do have very different attitudes towards Maybe more than just sex. Look, the, on the bright side, you've only mm. just started seeing him. So if you break up with him now, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's my tip of the week. Oh, Honey, gosh. end it. <laughs> it ain't going to work. Look, I'm going to stick by with what I'm saying and saying, I don't know, you might have to ramp it up somewhere else. Like, you know, every time you see your girlfriend, you're like, and then he flipped me over and then he did me this mm. way. And maybe that has to be your outlet. Because she says she really gonna... likes him. She's like, I do really like him. So maybe he's really out and about in other ways or they have str- they connect strongly in other areas. It's just the sex thing that he's a little bit more reserved yeah. about, which is fine. We're all different. It's just, that's fine. I just hope you like having an, another friend in your life. <laughs> that's fine. I just feel like it's not going to work. Fuck him off. Go get, you, go get you a nasty daddy. But, hey, I don't know. You just do you, boo. <laughs> you do you, boo, but don't sit him our way when you're done. All right. We have uh, going to go to our confession of a GB. I just want to thank this uh, listener for all. Writing in a quite a quite a long confession. It's a lot more quick. Uh, sorry, it's a not, lot more longer than last week's, which I'm glad they must have heard me struggling. Um, so I'm just going to get straight into it, Joe. It's Joe says I never heard this once again with our confessions of a GB. Either I receive them or Joe's received them, and we never ever swap stories until no. we're actually live. 
So here we go. I'm going to call this one Toe Suck. Okay, I'm listening. I'm listening very intently. I met a boy a few times through mutual friends, but we'd always lived in different cities. One night the stars aligned and I bumped into said boy at a random house party. Oh. I've always fantasised about him. He was my type and I was forever stalking him on the gram so I couldn't believe my luck. Oh, my God, hot. At this, don't you love it when that I happens? Love it. At this party we had a few drinks together and before I knew it he was whispering sweet nothings into my ear telling me to come home with him. Well, you didn't have to ask me twice. <laughs> we got back to his Airbnb where he instantly started stripping me down and kissing my neck, my breasts, my stomach and then... This is so spicy. I looked down thinking, wait, wait, wait. I'm good. Keep going. Keep going. He then passes my vagina and keeps kissing down. He gets to my shoes and rips them off, proceeding to worship my feet, legs and toes. Girls, this boy was obsessed. I looked down again to see if he was coming back up, but he was rubbing his hard (laughs) dick all over my feet. He sucked every single one of my toes and couldn't stay hard or come without staring at my feet. The next morning I looked over and he was passed out and I knew this was my time to dash. I grabbed my clothes and ran barefoot to my Uber. Reminder, ladies, get your petties done. You never know who's into what and what's going to be sucked. I am <laughs> shocked. This story is 100% for real. Oh, 100%. This came into the 100%. Like not altered, not anything. Oh, and my I, goodness. Well, thank God I got mine freshly done today. Well, this is actually my biggest. They do look beautiful. Josie's thank got you. a nice pit. Uh, thank you. What, what would you call that colour? Burnt orange? It's, I'd say it's a burnt orange. Hey. Yeah. See, this is my worst nightmare because um, I have webbed toes. So I feel like he's going to be like grabbing them and being like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 putting his tongue just through the tiny slip. Oh, <laughs> And also, I'm so ticklish. If I ever get a pedicure, I'm like, I'm kicking the bitches out. Like, they cannot touch my feet. So, anyway, I'm glad it was you, GB, and not me. It is time to wrap this show up. Uh, Please follow us at Good Bee Podcast on the gram. Make sure you subscribe and leave a little written um, review for us. We love reading them. Yes. And can I just say shout out to the Stinkass that rated us (laughs) one star. You are petty. I see you, bitch. That was petty. Jodes and I were like, who could this be? Who the fuck would give us one star? And then we started (laughs) thinking about all the people we just trash talk on this episode. We were like, oh, where to begin? You know what? It was fucking an old mate with the glasses from Speed Dating. His petty ass found us. It was the, definitely the Speed Dating guys. One of those guys. boys, they've yep. been triggered. <laughs> I'm sorry, boo. Um, subscribe, leave us a, a written, leave us some written love and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye.